Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech. I am no pastor, but actually preaching. Look up these letters and actually read them. That was where it all began. Had to put in work. Every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. You currently locked in to the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man here, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And you heard Bolo just said, this is the porch. Mm-hmm. Welcome. We are back, man. We are back, porch family, man. So excited to be here, man. My brother Bolo is back. He couldn't be yes, there sir. with me last week. Salty. The amazing Claudine Cooper, man. Mm. Legend out here on the West Coast, especially out here in Inglewood, man. She blesses again for part two of her on the show. If y'all ain't tapped into that, make sure y'all go tap in because she dropped a lot of gems on relationships, marriage, why people mm. getting divorced, and much more. But Bolo Bands, man, how you doing, brother, man? How you how you feeling? Hey, man. Blessed, highly favorite, man. Ten toes down, man. God, glad to be walking on God's green pastures, brother. I can't complain. How is the sunny side of L.A. right now? Sunny side of L.A. is a little chilly right now, but chilly, I can't complain. It's a little chilly. It ain't it ain't mm. Naptown chilly, but it's, it's L.A. chilly. And your boy okay. a little soft now, so it's kind of feeling like 30 yeah. degrees right now. So Wait, do motherfuckers buy coats in L.A.? I don't not coats. People wear jackets, jackets you know, long okay. sleeves. Okay. You don't really see like no actual like Chicago style b- bubbled up coat with Tim's on. They ain't really doing gotcha. that out here, you know. Okay, okay. So yes, yeah, sir, man. Sense. Yes, sir. But uh, hey, man, we so excited for another uh, prime time episode today. Very special guest. And uh, before I introduce him to the show, man, gotta shout out our sponsor, Bet Online. Uh, go to BetOnline.ag for all your sports gambling needs, man. It's NBA season. The Lakers is in the uh what the quarterfinals mm. right now against uh yeah. it, the Pelicans. I think Lakers versus the Pelicans. Yeah, they you got the, and then the Pacers going crazy. You got the Pacers uh hooping as well on the uh, on the other end. We might see a Pacers and Lakers final mm. in the end season tournament, man. So if you want to bet on those games in NFL and much much more, go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code Believe. That's B L E A V to get your fifty percent plus welcome bonus. But without further ado, man, I told y'all before, we got a special guest. Big time guest. We get we get bigger and better every single time it's we come getting, on the porch. Good. It's, getting, it's good, getting good, y'all. It's getting good, y'all. And today's guest, he's a creative, mm. he's a filmmaker, mm. a producer, a director. He's an actor, an entrepreneur, and so much more. The one and only Tommy Boy. Welcome to the porch. Sir, welcome, welcome. How you feeling today? I'm feeling great. How are you guys? Man, blessed, man, blessed. Yes, happy to be here, man. Another day uh, to just get better, to learn from your mistakes, and to mm. to learn from uh, from our others, other people. That's why we love, you know, having this platform, man, that we do here on the porch, man. Is is bigger than just the business side of it. The ability to truly learn from other people's stories and their journeys is huge, and we can't wait to just dive in, into yours and. To get things started, man, we always have to start off with this one simple, I use the air quotes, one simple question. Who is Tommy Boy? How would you answer that question, man? Take your time. Damn, who am I? Nobody's ever asked me that. It's Um, the (laughs) Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for that. Nah, take your time. You good. Chill. Hey, you chilling. (laughs) 
Ain't no rush. It's, it's, it's really a difficult question. Like we call it simple because it, it sounds simple. On, on, but it's damn like a loaded question, though. Like you know what I'm saying. It come with a lot. I am imperfect. Mm. I am flawed, which is just like it, it runs with imperfect. Yeah. I am. I'm careful. You know. Mm. I'm. Careful. I like that. I don't know if I've ever heard that before. I almost want to dive into that a little bit more, Bolo. I kind of, yeah, I kind of want to expand on that a little bit. Obviously, we we got we got some time, but I mean, I think right. this is a perfect time to careful. I like to say that I'm careful. Uh, you know, what I mean, I'm careful, mindful. You know, I like to say I'm intellectual. You know, what mm. I mean, um, impatient. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I, I can share that. Uh, and as you guys know, being an entrepreneur. It's kind of like you need the patience, but at the same time, you're like, we got to get this done. You know what I mean? Now. <laughs> right now. Right yes. now. And um, and in my work, I am definitely impatient, but I am perfectly impatient because with through my work that I have done through the uh, this year, which we'll talk about, um, my impatience benefit because everything that you will see and the audience will see is real time. Mm. Oh. If you're left up in the air with something or something uh, confused about something, that's because I was too. And that's where my pen stopped. But I had to get it done. You get that makes sense. Now that's real. It's it's like whatever. It's like what you see is what you get. And it's like, it's just real. All flaws and all, it's right here in front of you. Like you're not going to, you're not faking a phone. Or like, why is, uh, that's where I was at. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I'm very impatient, but I am impatient with a purpose. You know what, man? And, and, and that's a hell of an answer, Bolo, man. And I kind of want to jump straight into it because hearing you kind of explain how, you know, what you see is what you get. And like, if there's something you don't understand, it's because I didn't understand. It. And that's where my pen stopped. To me, that's a sign of vulnerability. And when I watch your films, I don't want Bolo to watch your films, I see a ton, a ton of vulnerability. Mm. And I guess my question for you is, man, like, what makes you so comfortable with being vulnerable on the screen, whether it's you acting or even just you from a producing directing standpoint? Because, like, being real, man, a lot of your stuff is deep. It's yeah. deep, man. It's, it's deep. And it's a lot of stuff that I think is personal experiences. And you correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's stuff that you, either you or someone you're close to, directly have experienced these things. And it's like, no, man. All, right. All of them are personal stories. All of them are mine. Everything oh, wow. I've seen is me. Mm. Um, 100% authentic my life. I have written everything. Um, and it wasn't easy. You know what I mean? It caused a whole lot of sleepless nights. Still, I go through sleepless nights where waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning and not right. able to sleep. Right. Uh, I get this all very uncomfortable when I watch these things. A lot of the time, when I have to go back to review it, um, I have to do either with the volume down or I have to, you know what I mean? I have to be very careful because I cringe, you know what I mean? And that's what I want to do. I want to be able to cringe. I want to be able to shiver because I want the truth to come out. Mm. And Thanks. I need, I, if I, if I can't cringe while I'm watching this, I don't expect the viewer to believe it. Mm. I love that. For real. Now, now let's 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 take take us back a little bit. Like, what got you on the path of actually filmmaking? Um, depression. <laughs> mm. Depression. Depression did it. I've probably been 
I've probably been in a depression, honestly, for two years. Um, through the film, you guys, you see, uh, you see me get beaten them all. Yeah. Um, pretty bad. Uh, you know, I have scars. Seen that. You know, I'm right here. I think I, I don't show, show what happened to my shoulder. My shoulder was actually completely shattered. I had to have shoulder surgery. Mm. After, to get into it, as you see in the film, you know, I mean, somebody, uh, a Caucasian male came up from behind me in the mall, hit me in the back of the head for absolutely no reason. Never met this man a day in my life. If he were to say two words right here, I wouldn't know what the hell he even sounds like. You get mm. what I'm saying? Right. Wow. Uh, going through that, you know, I mean, as a man, you feel demasculated. You know what I mean? You feel, especially as a black man, you know what I mean? We walk around, we, we kind of walk around with that chip on our shoulder. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, that, that that certain type of swagger or whatever. Yeah, that aura, that, yeah. That we walk around with, that yeah. we're proud to be black, we're proud to be a man. You get what I'm saying? And from that moment, he took that from me. And mm -hmm. I didn't know who I was. And um, so going through that and trying to, I was trying to mask it, uh, meaning, I would try to make fun of it or, or make it a joke so nobody else can like see me hurt. Right. But I, I was just putting a patch over, you know what I mean, over a wound that needed to be sewed up, that needed to be stitched. You get what I'm saying? I wasn't stitching the wound. So from that, then death started happening. Well, you know, I mean, through that time period, I'm going back and at the same time, I'm going back and forth to court, you know what I mean, uh, over this. And I did not want to go to court. Because I, we all know how the, how the legal system works for, you know I mean, for us black males or people of color, we all know how. It, it doesn't yeah. benefit, it, it just is what it is. And I'm going back and forth to court, and every time I went to court, it was very draining. But I was still pushing along, you know what I mean? I'm still pushing along, you know what I mean? As I'm dealing with other life issues, I'm dealing with the PTSD of what I've, what I've dealt with, my face was like busted wide open. And, um, but I'm still, you know what I mean? Going, going about life, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Still smiling, still waking up still in trying to enjoy myself and, and try to enjoy life as, as it was before, uh, as, as I once knew it before then and not accept what happened. Mm -hmm. um, so from the, so from that, my grandmother passed away. My grandfather passed away last year. Um, then this past February, uh, finally the verdict came down. I did not want to give a, a victim, uh, impact statement but i was convinced too everybody was like you know you, you need to do this blah 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 and also had you know a legal suit with them all as well so all of all this has to you know kind of ties in together a little bit right so I'm like, okay you know what i mean i go go down to the courts my then my then girlfriend our ex-girlfriend she goes with me she wanted to go so she goes with me and i sit there and um you know the judge allows me to speak or you know i actually see them there he allows me to speak about you know how i feel about the situation which happened and, you know, I give my, my, my victim speech of what happened, you know, I mean, uh, how it impacted me uh, moving forward, how I was before. And, you know, I mean, a bunch of, you know, I mean, a bunch of other stuff. And the judge basically told me in, in front of my face, he said, uh, there's nothing he can do because due to California has a program called the mental diversion program, meaning if they deem you mentally ill, they put you on a two year treatment plan and, um, after your, after the treatment plan, your case gets dismissed, meaning nothing's going to happen to mm. no jail time. You didn't serve a day in jail. Nothing happens. Wow. And, and uh, oh boy, he's from New York, so he's actually they flew him back to New York to serve to serve the the program at home. Wow, so made him com as comfortable as possible, basically. <laughs> basically, like you know, what I mean? he's good. Like he probably not even you know what I mean. So, and I was already pre prepared for this to happen. 
You get what I'm saying? I did my research. I talked to, you know what I mean? I talked to a lot of lawyers and talk, you know, I talked to people. So I was already prepared for it to happen. But until it happens, you know what I mean? It's different. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, that was like a hit. So, so it, was, it was almost like a gut check. You get what I'm saying? And it was like, damn, like, it's almost like my life didn't matter. You get what I'm saying? Like, whatever. I have to live with the PTSD. I have to live with a scar across my face. My shoulder will never be the same ever again. I got bolts and, and plates and stuff like that. And my shoulder will never be the same. So from then, three weeks after that, <laughs> my then girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, leaves me the day after my birthday. Oh, and man. tells me she never loved me. You know what I mean? That's not what it was for her. And you know what I mean? Come, you know what I mean? I obviously had oh, every other excuse in the book, but I never loved you. That's not what it was for me. And blah, 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 blah. So I went, <laughs> you know what I mean? My life just, you know, I went under. You know what I mean? Everything. Right. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if I can cuss on here. No, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, but, uh, so. I, was, I was just basically like, what the fuck? Mm. What's you know what I'm saying? Like, what is happening? You know what I mean? And this is a person with her, you know, that I opened up to. You know what I'm saying? That right. that knew my deepest, my darkest secrets. The, the stuff that you guys have watched in the film and stuff that the audience will watch in the film. This yeah. this, this stuff was only been spoken about to her. Right. Unless you were brought up in my household when I was a child and you see. And when I speak, I'm talking about my child abuse issues. You know what I mean? Me watching my mother get... Uh, mentally and physically abused almost on a weekly basis. Mm. So, you know, I mean, you know what that does to a child, you know what I mean? And, um, and a lot of this stuff, like I said, I, I put in, in the film, which you guys, you know, have watched. Yeah. And from that, like I said, I stopped eating. I stopped, you know, I, I couldn't sleep. I was just, what is wrong with me? You get what I'm saying? And, right. I, and the whole time it was just like, Am I just a terrible person? Like, does, does God or does the universe just not love me? Like, what is going on? And um, so I decided to write. And the first thing I have written was this poem called Remembering Love. And um, that's actually in the first film, Sid. It's just the, uh, the film entitled Sid. And it's the second act. And it was just a poem. That's all it was supposed to be. It was just supposed to be a poem. That's it. It was, it was never supposed to be anything else. I had, I wrote it, then I, I wrote it with tears in my eyes. Never forget it. I wrote it with tears in my eyes. And um, as, I, as I'm writing it and I sat on it, and I was like, you know what? I want to see this. I've never directed before in my life. I've never, you know, did anything. I said, I want to see this. I'll call up a buddy of mine, Chris Paul Thompson. I call him and I said, uh, can you do me a favor? You know, I'll pay you to do it. I'll pay for everything that I do. Every, everybody that you it's on the credits. Everybody got paid. I'll pay for everything else. I'll pay you. You know what I mean? Can we bring some people in? And um, I want to see. I want. I, I want to see this. He right. was like, okay. You know, what I mean, didn't know where we we're going with it. So we shot. So we shot it. Uh, so when we shot it, I was like, okay. I kind of didn't like the first cut, so I reshot it again until mm -hmm. that you guys actually see that's on the film. Then right. as I'm reshooting it, I want to add more to the story. I wasn't done. You know what I mean? So then I wrote. Uh, the first piece where you see me talking to myself, yeah, you know, you see, you, you see me going back and forth to myself. Cause we all have those, whether it's in life relationship, we always have those. What could I have done? We always have what could I, I should did this or no, I should did this. We have we have those both sides where it's just like you know you don't know which way to go. Yeah. So like, I was going through that process of like, damn, like let her ass go. Like no, but I love her. But ah, but ah, but then, yeah. then you go. 
and I was going through the, rem the uh, remembering love phase. And then at the end, in the last, in the last one, you see me driving the car, and I'm just, well, okay, what, what do I do now? <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, right? You know, I shot this tower. I love her. So I pull up on her. What should I do? Right, right. So that, but that's how it all came about. It was just a poem that I just wanted to see a visual. So I took that and I just kept and my pen just kept going and kept going. And it's still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm work, I'm working on two more concepts as we speak. I'm still not done. Damn. Now, I mean, that's uh, man. It's, we really appreciate <laughs> you for sharing that, man. It, it goes back to you know what what Big Smitty mentioned as far as the vulnerability piece and, and being able to obviously not only tell us that, but like you're, you're telling your story to the world, you know, and you're opening up, you know, um, the wound again, I feel like, you know, every time you watch it or every time you think about it or it comes up, like it, it resurfaces. Right. So, you know, I guess talk to us a little bit about that. Like, you know, obviously to be able to, you know, speak your trauma and put it out there for the world to see, like, do you experience like, reimagining the events when you hear about it again does that do something to your psyche when you hear it again or you see it again at all i'll tell you one thing um one would say therapeutic i'll say it's not therapeutic mm -hmm. you're torturing yourself um and i have tortured myself time like you said you're cutting that wound open you're cutting it open again you're cutting up to the point the wound can never heal because you know mm -hmm. it gets because as you're and through this process, as I'm opening this wound and I'm writing, I mean, I'm writing and I'm seeing this, I'm seeing this, I want more answers. So what does that cause you to do? You go search for the answers, right? So you go, you make, make a couple phone calls, you know what I mean? In a film call, you know, I mean, there's been times I called my mother. I'm yelling at my mom, yelling at my mom. I'm just like, what the hell are you, not me, why, like, why did this happen? Or why did you allow this happen? I'm, you know what I mean? I'm even calling my ex-girlfriend, you know what I mean? Trying to, trying to find, you know what I mean? Because you're searching for the answers because as you're, as I'm writing this, questions are going through my going through my brain because a lot of it I'm writing, I don't have the answers to. And mm -hmm. as I'm writing, I'm like as I'm writing, this is my real life. You get what I'm saying? So not only mm -hmm. am I not only am I creating a piece, I'm actually this is my life that I'm living in real time. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, actual real time. So um, at the same time, I'm trying to search for these answers and. You're not getting, you know, when a person is not willing to to communicate with you through that, you're stuck. So now, you know what I mean? It just leaves you in a world, and like in a world when it's not, like I said, it's not healthy. I wouldn't, you know, what I mean, if anybody can do this, they're very brave, and I and kudos to them and respect to them because working through your pain or uh, working through your pain or in your pain. It's, you know what I mean? It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Like as you. As you see in the film, I get very dark. Mm. You know, I get very yeah. dark. Events are very real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, right. Uh, I don't know if that answers your question. No, yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, I must say that you know, uh, I, I do commend you for your bravery, uh, being a black man, and being able to express your feelings and your vulnerability takes a lot. Just because, you know, I think the hardest thing to do in this world is be a black man because. Uh, we're supposed to be the strongest. We're supposed to be the toughest. We're supposed to yeah. be the backboard, right? Take it all, right? And be able to just, it bounce off of, off of us and then be able to continue to move. But it's okay to sit there and be vulnerable and, and just be like, what what do I do? Like, you right. know, I'm, I'm in a situation where I need to figure it out. You know, I think that speaks a lot to, you know, we we human, like, just like everybody else. You know, we may right. be the strongest, right. but uh, yeah, we, we need help sometimes. For sure. 
for sure, man. And you mentioned too, like a few, you know, kind of when you started sharing your story of how you got, you know, uh, into filmmaking, that mm-hmm. your depression started about two years ago. And you specifically just said started. You didn't say it ended. You didn't say it finished. Oh, Sorry, you still living in it right now, currently. But right now, as you speak, you're still mm. talking to a broken man. As mm. you, I just hold it all together. I keep it together, and I look at it like this: as a gift in every bad situation, you just have to be strong enough to find it. You mm. get what I'm saying? That's real. The goal was always too direct. The goal was always to produce. It's just I just never knew how I was going to get there. You get yeah, what I'm saying? And right. And if this is what it took for me to go through, quote unquote, hell in my own world, you know, because everybody's situation is different. If for me to go to hell in my own world took me to forgive, this is just what it is. And, um, but no, I'm, I'm far from done because it's just, you know, I feel now that I unlocked Pandora's box, I can't close it, if that makes sense. Like, I just can't. Let me ask you this, and you, Probably, I mean, I'm, I, feel, I feel even silly asking the question because if you knew this answer, then you probably wouldn't be depressed. But what, like, what, what do you think it will take for you to get out of that depression? And I guess the reason I'm, a- I'm asking that is because, like you said, we all go through stuff. And like, we all got different things right. that we've we've battled in our childhood. Currently, we will things we will battle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but like with you, it's like, like, like just your, like, what do you think it will take for you to? get out of the depression while, while, while also understanding that, yeah, there will st- still be more mount- mountains to climb. You will have more headaches. There will be, unfortunately for everybody, death in family. There will be situations in the relationship. Like, like it's going to happen. So like, Oh yeah, for sure. Obviously we don't want you to live this living depression the rest of your life. So how, like, I guess and it's a loaded question, but how do you think you'll be able to get out of that? Once I learned how to love myself. Mm. Got you. Do you feel like do you feel like you've ever loved yourself or you feel like you've never really loved yourself? Um I'll say this, like I always I always pride myself on trying to do right by others. Gotcha. Trying to trying to be there for other people. Whether that's sacrificing me financially, me physically, you know what I mean? Because if I rock with you, I sign a contract to myself. With you, I sign a contract, meaning mm. anything goes down, I'm front line. Right. Anybody that rocks with me and knows me, Tommy gonna die for me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Tommy gonna ride for me. You get what I'm saying? I lay. I lay everything on the line of whoever I rock with. And at times that causes for me to have a lack of love for myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're so worried about everybody else and focus on helping everybody else and pleasing everybody else that you keep putting yourself in last place. Exactly. So therefore I'm acknowledging shit. I didn't love myself that much, (laughs) but I live with a purpose of trying to make sure everybody else is okay. You good? I'm good. You right. good? Yeah, I've be, I been thinking the same thing myself. It's like, shoot, I'm gonna be all right. As long as y'all, good, I can, I can, I can handle know. myself. Like, yeah. I, I know. Like, like, not to get too personal, but like, I remember one time with my ex girlfriend, I was we laid in the bed and I looked at her straight up and I said, I was serious. I said, look, your money's your money. 
my money's our money. Because I want to make sure you, I'm going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make it work, you know, no matter what. Right. But long as you good, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that's and and that's what I pride myself on is long as people around me are good, I'm good. And that goes back to what Bolo said earlier, not to cut you off, but like, being a black man specifically, and I can't speak for nobody else because I'm I'm a black man and we all black men. I don't Balls know how right nobody there. else. Right. We always <laughs> like we just grow up, we was like trained almost, even supported on our back with the mindset, man. I'm good. I got it. You know, good. even when you know deep down inside, you like shit. I don't know how I'm gonna get that money by the first. Right. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna be able to do it, but you can't you can't let the world know that. You right. get it, yeah. You get it somehow, you figure it out. Legal or illegal sometimes, unfortunately, but it's with it, you figure it out. Yeah. Find a way, man. I did it both ways. Now, now, Tommy boy, I wanna, I wanna take it back a little bit and 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 get a little deeper with this. Obviously, I was able to watch a few of your pieces. Obviously, it was pulling on my heartstrings. Um, I actually had my wife uh, watch one of the videos as well. And before I get to my question, I must say that it, it definitely reminded me that I need to listen a little bit more and and study the body language and not just more of the verbal. Uh, side of things and everything and even even the 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 script of like going to the store and, and seeing how intentional you know she was with buying things and going like me going to target instead of just going through the motion just being able to relish in that moment like it was super deep um mm-hmm. but my question is for you and it's very subjective right what is love what is love man that's that's an interesting question because what is love? What I, what I noticed is what is love for me might be might not be love for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is love for me is the simple things. You know what I mean? Laying up watching TV, being with somebody in a house, just in basketball shorts, sweatpants, whatever, and you guys are just enjoying each other because you have to at least like that person to be in that type of intimate setting. Cause we can right. all go to Bossa Nova, to Nice Guy, to Delilah's LA restaurants, just to be in the company of somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. But, in a, but, but when you're at home and you're by yourself, you know what I mean? And it, you have to really like this person for this person, for you to be there and wake up and this person's still there. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. You have to like, you know what I mean? It has to be something that you really have to care for. That is love for me. Love is simple. Love is not rocket science. You know what I mean? Love is being attentive. Love is, uh, love is just, it's patience, man. It's just understanding what a person likes. You know what I mean? Mm. Like for instance, if you watch, like you say, you you referenced Sid, uh, remembering love at the store. That's love, dude. When, When I can go back and I can, I can think about the most simplest times her, you know what I mean, picking out soaps and, you know what I mean, lotions and we had TJ Maxx, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, this yeah. is not, you know what I mean? This is not Disneyland, you know what I mean? It's just, love is just, it's understanding and understanding a person. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I, I don't, like I said, I don't know if that answered your question. But no, that, yeah, no, it does. And, I, and like I said, I think it's it, I think it's very subjective. Everybody has their own interpretation of, of what, what it is. Um, but I think it does get back to that same point of, uh, you know, commitment, unwavering, you know, uh, able to compromise, like, you know, things like that. So, I mean, it's important um, just yeah. because, you know, I think in order to obviously 
love yourself, I think people got to understand what that truly means um, and then kind of take those necessary steps right. to get to that point of loving yourself and then being able to love others too. So that's, that's real. I made one mistake in every, in, you know what I mean? And I don't even call it a mistake if you want, but I dared, and I don't dare anybody else to do it, but I dared to love somebody more than I love myself. Mm. I dared to, and I don't, you know what I mean? That's a crazy thing to do, you know what I mean? And but it's beautiful when you it's beautiful when you're in it. You know what I mean? When you just like, oh my God, like just just going to the store and it's like, okay, I think she might like this. Or, you know what I mean? Just you know, mm -hmm. person being the first. The, pro the problem with that though is because it's like what I've learned because I I'm a married man, Obolo, he's a married, we're both married men on here. And what right. I've learned that is so on one half, it's like, yeah, when you're married, you're, you're in a relationship, you have to wake up each day and decide that you're going to choose that person first. You're going to make a decision to be the best version of yourself for that person, right? But you also have to choose to do those same things for yourself. And if you're not loving yourself first, there's no way you can love that person the right way or to the full capacity. So I think the problem is the word selfish gets thrown out a lot. And I think we deem selfish as being a negative thing. And in some cases it is depending on how it's being used. But at the end of the day, you have to take care of self first, because if you don't take care of self first, you can't take care of nobody else to the full capacity. And I think we got to make it okay with taking care of ourselves first. I think that's okay. I can't take care of my wife if I'm not good. If I'm yeah. not mentally there, if I'm not focused, if I'm not loving what I'm doing with my career or my 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 health, my weight, my way I'm looking, and I'm just putting every single thing into that person, it might sound good on the surface to the public, to the friends, to Instagram, but in reality, how you feeling deep down inside about about you? And at some point, that feeling of how you feel inside is going to come out, and it's going to cause way bigger issues than you ever could have imagined or even had to deal with and then unfortunately a lot of times once those issues come to service come to light all hell can break loose and you can end up losing a lot so i just think man you know like figuring out what like yeah like bolo asked you he said what is love and it's like everything you use to define what love is to you you need to make sure that you're receiving that or putting that into yourself as well and if you're if you're bringing anybody else in your presence whether it's a family member or a loved one a girlfriend whatever Make sure that that they are aware aware of what you need and that they are bringing those things to you. Otherwise, they're just wasting your energy and they don't need to be around. Ooh, am I preaching Amen. right now? Stop playing. Come on. Amen. Amen. Oh, don't Amen. know where that came. That, that came from somewhere bell. else. In this that came from somewhere else. That, I hear you, God. I'm, just, I'm speaking through you right now, Lord. That wasn't even me. Crazy. Uh, mm. Yes, man. Yes, man. But let's dive specifically into, into some of your, uh, your, your films, man, because we definitely want all the porch family to you know know about your films uh for themselves to be able to watch them um the the the, la the last one that you had sent me personally was i think it was broken pieces can yeah. you kind of dive into that a little bit and kind of explain what that is i love how you spelled the title because if i'm not mistaken you spelled pieces p-e-a-c-e-s so it's kind of like a play on words there oh man that, it, yeah that was just a play on words but um that Broken Pieces is my favorite one because that was, it's like what I told you before. That was That's the last one that I shot so far. But you, yep. if you listen to my words, I'm starting to get closer to the, you know what I mean? Closer to understanding of what it really was. Right. Yep. I was able to unleash a little bit more of how I really 
feel. Because in the beginning, I found myself more so trying to protect a person. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, um, trying to watch my words because I really don't know. So let me, let me, you know what I mean. So let me. But you, the, you still care about the person too, yeah. even so. It's like ah, even though I feel like the person did me wrong, I'm still protecting your right, ass. I didn't right. watch the film before. I didn't know. Right. I didn't know. I didn't. I had no clue. So when you get into broken pieces and, and when you listen to broken pieces, you hear. You hear the anger in you hear the anger in me. You hear the mm -hmm. understanding in me. You hear, like I like I like I say, you said you was done knowing deep down I'm in love with you. Right. You know what I mean? I say, you seen the piece, I, I say, uh, you know I'll be wildin'. I know you seen the pain in me, just like I seen the piece of you. Meaning, you know I'll be wildin', you seen the pain in me, you seen me hurt when you're walking out that door, but I seen the piece in you. I seen that you were just done. <laughs> right. And you was good with it. You was cool with it. You was good with it. And you, you I was, was hurt. You said he was done knowing deep down I'm in love with you. Mm. And you hear me say the trauma you carried, I tried to bury. Mm. Meaning, mm. we all got issues, we all got problems, but I I wanted to be that safety net. So you're gonna yeah, right. for you. I wanted to be, you know what I mean? I, well, I, I, you know what I mean? At least I tried to be the best way I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was almost like, so with broken pieces, man, like that was just me just like finally, finally exhaling. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, but then you hear the saxophone player, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. He's playing Can You Stand the Rain? Yeah. And everything's intentional, even with that piece. Uh, his name is Tobias. And I actually sent him to her house after we broke up. And had him play Can You Stand the Rain. Ooh. I had him play that song with flowers and the car and the whole thing. I'm trying to get my girl back. Yeah. Facts. yeah. You get what I'm saying? I'm trying to get her back. I sense so so the reason why you hear the saxophone player and you hear him playing that particular song is because I actually sent him over. Everything you see is very intentional in every and every piece, everything's intentional. There's wow. not a place, there's nothing fabricated. Everything is real. Let me let me ask you this. You know, obviously the situation, the relationship ended. Do you think if you were to do things the right way, would it would it salvage the relationship? Or do you think at this point where you are now seeing and reflecting on the relationship, mm. was it just something that was a means to an end at some point anyway? When you said the right way, well, you know, obviously, you know, looking at, you know, the pieces that you have put together um as far as you know listening more and, and kind of being there in, in certain situations like even if you did a little bit of that because obviously there are situations even in my marriage where i am not perfect in, in, in right. certain aspects None of us right <laughs> you know but right. let's just say if we if we could rewind time and you fix some of those things do you think it would still be salvageable or do you think um it's already gonna be a means to honestly, an that's why the story is far from done and that's mm. why my pen has stopped because mm. with broken pieces I understand it really wasn't me. Right. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's where I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like it really wasn't me. Meaning this probably should have been done a long time ago. Mm. Meaning, meaning this probably should have been done before we even started. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That's real. That's <laughs> me, real. Not, I'm following you. Yeah. Meaning, because we go through that, 
but that's where you deal with now we're about to get into some completely different. We're going to the whole manipulation. We go into the whole the whole this. You, you, yeah. you, you. It was you. It was you. You should have did this. Yeah, you could have did that. Like, you right. and you start believing them. You like, well, shit, right. should, should I have did that? Right, well, well, right, right, right. Cause because uh, we're talking about broken pieces, but let me jump to traumatized. You, I don't know if you guys thought mm -hmm. traumatized. Mm -hmm. Traumatized came about because everything that I expressed to a person, a person knew about me, they used it against me. Ooh. If that makes sense. You use your own insecurities and trauma my own as a weapon. As a weapon against me. You need to get help and I can't be here to help you. You need mm. I mean, you need this, you need that. But that's why and certain that's why that that's why it's important for the audience to watch each piece. Cause you see, yes, I need to get help, but the trauma you carried, I tried to bury. I tried to be there for you. I tried to protect, you know what I mean? I wasn't expecting you to use everything against me, everything you, you know what I mean? So that's why traumatized is so, so, so important because I went through that, like, you know what I mean? All, all my vulnerabilities was wrapped up in one mm -hmm. and that's what got thrown back at me. And that's why you're traumatized, you hear, you hear me say at the end, uh, the beautiful black woman who I knew I loved from the first time I seen her, uh, something where I say, even though she says the love was never real, I still feel for whatever it was because it was the realest, the realest feel, the realest feeling I ever felt in my life. Right. And he call and he said, "This voicemail, you know, I mean, the call goes straight to voicemail." Yeah. It's just like, damn, like you know, because I mean? this is the because even though I went through all this, that was my safe place. Like I can call you, you know what I mean? Right. And like, and she accepted that. And you know, what I mean, she accepted just as much as I accepted, but I didn't know that's not what it was. You know what I mean? Damn. And I'm sorry, I'm probably going off. No, this no, is you, perfect. No, it's, this fine. Is, I'm gonna say this, this is very important. And this is probably one of the reasons why once I get to learn, get to learn to love myself more, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in a lot better place because it, when you watch Traumatize, Traumatize is very important. It started off with my mother and my father. Yeah. They, they didn't love me. They couldn't have loved me because they didn't love themselves. You hear me talk about my mother when my mother, I talk about my mother where, you know, she allowed men to beat on me and stuff like that. And she, my mother had her own security. You hear me talk about my father. My father was alcoholic. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So they, it was impossible for them to love me because they didn't love themselves. I'm a product of them. I am them. They look at me. Right. I'm them. You guys. My right. father passed away when I was 15. So I went through this whole, I'm 30 years old. I went through this whole 29, 29 to 30 years of not understanding of how the foundation of what love is. So the so when the person came into my life, I'm like, oh my God, this feels great. This person right. it was amazing. It's like, damn, this is what love is. Right. Right. So even still to this day, it's still it's still one of the realest, the best films I ever felt in my life. Cause I never, I never had it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't identify it. So by me not being able to identify it, how can I love myself right now? Cause I still, you know what I mean? I'm still have to do the groundwork right now. I'm still right. doing the groundwork and um, of understanding first, okay, what is love? How do you love? You know what I mean? Who actually, you know what I mean? Who actually is here to love you? Like I use a Tupac quote in Traumatized where I say, no one knows my struggle. They only see the trouble, not knowing it's hard to carry on when no one loves you. Cause it's difficult. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. It's difficult when you go through life and you be like, damn, who? 
who loves me? You know what I mean? Who I, Somebody can say, yeah, I love you. Do you? You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. Do you really? You know, and, and and in a weird way, I feel like it, it it almost could be uh get tougher on you when you actually do experience love for the first time, and then like that person leaves you, because now it's almost like okay, at first I didn't even know what it was, so it's like if I ain't never had it, then fuck it, I'm like this is what I'm used to, but right. then I get it, and then it gets stripped away from me in a sense, and so it's like damn, I, I finally found love, and now it's gone. And I ain't never had it. Am I gonna find it again? I can see how mentally that could like, right, like, like fuck with you almost. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, though, now that I'm hearing the full story and obviously how the you know it start with your parents and it trickle down to you, and you kind of you kind of touched on it. Unfortunately, like this is kind of just a part of the process of just learning right. what love is. It's like anything. When I first started playing football, I was shitty. I didn't know how to do anything. I just. Like and of course in 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 this society in this world we want to skip the BS and get to get to Microwave. paradise and everything whether it's career whether it's love whether it's relationship let's skip all the the hurdles and pain and struggles and get to the beautiful stuff. But what I learned in life is that no matter what area it is that you that you're in or what you're going through, you have to go through troublesome times and struggles mm. and pain to build you and build that shield and that protective gear for what you're going to be blessed with. And you you never had love. So it's like, even though this wasn't the, the full love that, that, that you deserve and that, that I believe you will have, you had to at least experience that first level of it, even the pain that comes from it. So the next person you with, you will be more established, more understanding. Mm. And, that, and, and you're learning too more of what, what does Tommy Boy want? You There's no way to know what you want or how to be loved. You ain't never been loved. So now you got to experience that first. You learn from that. Now you're like, okay, that didn't feel right. I actually did like that part of what she did and with how, how she approached me. This is this was wrong. You're learning now, almost in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it, this is me. I'm so I'm not no therapist like that. This is me like reading what you're saying and like kind of what's coming to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think I'm at a place, and honestly, I'm at a place right now where that's why I got to get back to before anything I get back to love me because I'm at a place right now I don't <laughs> I don't want to do this again you know what I mean facts, I, facts. I don't like I, I I'm comfortable being alone for the rest of my life and you know, one would say oh man you know what I mean but if you know me and the ones that do know me will be like uh he's you know what I mean this is something he would do you know what I'm saying mm. this is something he, he's comfortable in because I, I get I'm more of a routine person and once yeah. I get into a, once I get into that comfort zone I stay in that pocket. You get what I'm saying? Because once my life gets shook, I get shook. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, once, especially once you find, find, you know what I mean? Somebody prize on your vulnerability at times or somebody, you know what I mean? Comes in, like you said, like, imagine, you know what I mean? Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. No, that's not what this was for me. But whoa, we did. Ooh, you know what I mean? I didn't invest it. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, what the hell? You know what I mean? And um, it hurts, you know what I mean? It, it hurts, it, it hurts bad. And and one thing I have learned about love, man, love will love will kill you without you even dying. You know, mm. damn, love will kill you That's without deep. you dying. Um, I have learned that, you know. I mean, love will love killed me. You know what I mean? I'm you know, I'm you seeing me, but love killed me. It did uh, deeply, not just. In a relationship standpoint, you know what I mean? My mother, my father, you know what I mean? 
I met like when you like as you see in the film, I say my father, you know, he passed away. You know what I mean? Um my father passed away a year after we reconnected. I was 15 years old. I wrote my father a letter and uh trying to reconnect with him. My mother wasn't too happy about it. She was she was pissed. And um I wrote him a letter, I found him on back in the day, I think it was called White Pages or something like that. Where you able to like yeah. look him up. Me and my dad had the same name. Looked him up, wrote him a letter, put my phone number down. My mama changed the changed the number two days later. Uh, luckily, that luckily he, he wrote back. Uh, said the phone number got changed or whatever. We reconnected right away, and about a year later he passed away. Wow! And that was like you know I mean and and as a kid growing up without a father, it's like damn you know what I mean. Like then when you finally get it and it's gone, you get know what I'm saying. It was mm-hmm. the same way with in my relationship. It was like, damn, I finally got love, and that was gone. But then you find out that's never what it was. So now right. it's like, what the hell? <laughs> damn, <laughs> bro. Like, give me a fucking break. I can see how that that could make somebody put even put like put a guard like like you said. Like you said, you'd be okay if you was alone the rest of your life. And I just feel like it's it's because you've been through so much, and it's just like like you said, you don't want to go through. You rather safe guard, yeah, the only reason why what happened to me in the mall happened to me in the mall I was by myself. Mm. I was alone. Like, oh boy, when he, I don't show this in the film. You, I do show in the mall the attack, what happens in the mall, but I don't show the initial. That initially he actually is standing behind me and he flinches at me first, pulls mm. back, looks around to make sure I was by myself. Mm. Then goes and hits me you know, on top of my head and like, you know what I mean? Commits to like, you know what I mean? Uh, assault me for, I, I think about a minute. Damn. Uh, but yeah, but that's the only reason why it happens I was alone. I'm, I'm comfortable going to the mall alone, going to the movies alone, out to eat, wherever alone. But when I got with who I got with, you know, now I got, now I got, you know what I mean? I got somebody riding with me, so which was cool. I got somebody sliding with me every, you know what I mean? That yeah. feeling was beautiful, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I, that team feeling, yeah, that partner. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. I can get used to this, but now that's not what it was. So now it's me getting back to it. Okay, let's get back to being Tommy again. Yeah, that's real. The and one I thing I want to say, I'm sorry, real quick, but no, like, no, go ahead, go ahead. The one thing that's what's on my mind is try, and it's it's easier said than done. But I don't. What I'm fearful of, I don't want you to allow your previous partner to define everybody else that you might come across in your life i know it's so much easier said than done but who that person isn't every other woman or every other person that you, you might come come across you know what i'm saying like like you might come across somebody who who's who's really love who really loved you who really is riding for you for who you are and i guess i my only suggestion would be allow the door leave enough room in that door open to allow that to come in. Don't leave the door all the way slammed shut, locked and bolted, and don't give the person even a chance to slither in there. That's my only little thing, Bolo. I just want to throw that out there. No, yeah. No, that's that's real game, bro. You've been on, you've been on your shit today. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I'm just listening to my God, man. I'm just speaking from but, the heart. Yeah. No, but what you're saying is right, but I think, okay, how much do we measure then? You know what I'm saying? Where, how much do we, I think, I think that's the problem that we have Cause like you know, someone would tell you, "Well, don't give somebody so much too soon, right?" You right. know, that's what people say. Or don't, you know, or don't open up. But 
when do you? You know what I'm saying? Or how long do you wait? Or how how much is this? How much? Everything is like everything is almost almost like science or like, like a math like, like a math equation. Right. But it's like something feels right or is this or is that? Why not? You know what I'm saying? But then right. when it's in your face, it's like this. But if everything goes good, you're good. You know what I'm saying? It's almost right. like you're just gambling. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. don't know if I want to gamble again. I'm not a gambling man to begin with. You know what I mean? So I don't know if I do want to gamble. But ain't life a gamble anyway? Ain't everything a gamble? Ain't you investing your money in your own film project a gamble? Ain't you, every time you do, you every time you make a decision in life, you're gambling. Even if you don't want to do it. Everything we do, this Porsche podcast, we invest our own time, our money, our efforts into this. We don't know how big it's going to blow up or how much money we're going to make big picture, but we are we are gambling in a sense. You are in gambling a in a sense, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I use are. the word gambling loosely, obviously, but you but you get what I'm saying. Like, there's always a chance that the thing could not work not or go the other way. Hurt. Yeah. But I think with me and everything I do, it's back to me with saying I'm careful. You know yeah. what I mean? That goes back to the careful thing. Yeah. Everything I do, I'm very careful. And you know what I mean? I don't get too high, I don't get too low. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, these yeah. films, I, I probably invested, you know, I'll just throw out a number. I don't know. Probably like forty thousand. I'll say, yeah. uh, in total. And I did it not to become the uh, biggest short film, you know, I mean, director or whatever in the world. Yeah. I did it to whoever's going to touch is going to touch. If it touches one person, that's fine. If it don't touch nobody, it's fine. But I know when I leave this earth, I'm not going to be here forever. It'll be here. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everything was all said and done. It'll be here, and I can live with that. So yes, everything is a gamble. You uh to a to a sense. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I'm very careful within that. So this this thing, love, you know what I mean? You can't be careful, you know. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's gonna do what it's gonna do. Now I'll I'll say I'll say this, and, and this is just to to my brothers that's listening to the Porsche podcast, and maybe even my women, right? So, you know, obviously throughout the porch, throughout tonight, right? We we've talked about, you know, being able to love yourself, right? Um, once you're able to love yourself appropriately, you tap into this thing, what we call emotional intelligence, right? So this emotional intelligence thing, uh, gets you to the point where now you can verbally express how you feel or how somebody makes you feel in a certain situation. So even if you share something about your traumas, about your upbringing, um, about the way it's created you, who you are to somebody else, now it's their time to sit back and, do what they need with that information to continue to make you a better person, right? So the biggest thing I think for men and even black men, right, with with us kind of wearing the world on our shoulders, it's hard for us to explain our problems to people without them telling us, stop bitching, be a man, like grow up, right? right. So, so it's real tough. I think it's very, very hard. But I think when you find the right person that is able to work with you and understand the emotional intelligence side of things, then that's when I know that you found somebody that, you know, you're willing to be with for a long time. And it don't even have to be love at first, but I think it's someone who is able to help you continue to tap into your emotional intelligence when you're able to express yourself, be vulnerable. And they're not going to weaponize that when you get into an argument or they're not going to use that as a defense mechanism you know, when something's not going their way. So, you know, when I married my wife, right, uh, just briefly, I had a hard time communicating how I felt. It was one of those things where I'm black and white. It is what it is, whatever, whatever. I'm cool. I'll get over it. Blah, 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 blah. Right. So now I'm at the point where now 
oh no, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to explain to you how I feel, <laughs> what happened. And I want you to give me a, a solution as to, hey, sorry, I didn't know this made you feel that way. Hey, moving forward, we can do this. And I think if right. somebody's able to sit there and understand you and understand your emotional intelligence side, then that's someone that you should continue to rock with. So I think, you know, obviously I love myself, right? Me personally, I love myself. So I know exactly what I need in order to be loved the right way. So I'm just going to continue to communicate that to my partner or whoever, listen, if you communicate that to your partner, if they are putting that back out there to you to help you continue to grow your flower, then great. But then, or if they're turning it against you, then you know how to maneuver through the situation before hurting yourself too bad. Mm. You know what I mean? So you don't have to give them, you don't have to give them the whole entire thing, but just go ahead and throw a couple things out there that surface level for you that is, is small things about you a little bit that taps into your emotional intelligence a little bit. And if they give you a little bit more, then you give them a little bit more. And if they continue to, you know, harvest and, and continue to water your plant, then you can give them a little bit more. And then once your plant is blossoming, you know that they're actually helping you succeed and, and tapped into who you are and helping you love yourself then that's when the love is really going to start. So that's a quick little gem, though. That's 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 just me uh, no, that myself, too. I would say this. I, I'm definitely going to say this. Um, my greatest achievement I ever did in my life was love a woman. Mm. Wow. And being able to love. After everything that I've been through, through child abuse issues, through almost losing my life, through just life in general, my wow. greatest accomplishment that I was able to love a woman, not just any woman, a beautiful black woman. Mm. you know what I mean I was and I loved her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet mm. you know what I mean that was my greatest and I wouldn't trade that feeling for anything in this world that was my greatest achievement and I and I have done things in this world that I could even dreamed of when I was a kid you know what I'm saying right but that was ultimately my greatest accomplishment that I ever did and um like I said it's it, it's really beautiful and all those things you know what I mean? I felt I did experience, you know what I mean? Everything you said, it just, it was that until it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. My vulnerabilities, my vulnerabilities and my insecurities and everything I, I go through as a man was safe until it wasn't. You know what I mean? Mm. Start off, oh, you know what I mean? It, until everything just start tumbling down, that's when I, it was no longer safe. That's when all bets were off. And nobody would know when that's going to happen until it happens. You know what I mean? So, but like I said, that the feeling of loving and, and, and being able to continue to love a person after you've been through so much pain is, you know what I mean? Like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm truly grateful that I was able to love and love the shit. Love, fucking love. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I know I'm saying this, but like I love I loved everything about that person. Never. Like, 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 if her shit stink, I'm telling you that shit smells like Febreze. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> you can do no wrong in my eyes. No, I no wrong. Like, like a buddy of mine told me the other day, he's like, I'm mean, going to use, can nobody tell you nothing wrong about your baby? And I was like, yeah, that was true. Like, nobody yeah. could tell me nothing. That's and, crazy. And, I, and I cherish that. Yeah, and I always cherished that I loved and was in love, and maybe I'm still in, I'm heartbroken in love at the same time right now. Right, I'm still in love after all the after all the bullshit. I'm still in love, but I'm, I'm very heartbroken. But I'm still in love with a beautiful black woman. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I like her too much right now, but if she was on the side of the road and something's going, I'm, I'm going to pull over. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, sure. I, I got I got two questions for you real quick. So my first question is more of a personal question. Obviously, feel free to answer it um, if you want. Is this your first love? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, years, so yeah. Got you. So usually the first one usually cut cuts the deepest. <laughs> Is I I can I can definitely understand that because when I'm when I'm when I'm when I'm hearing you talk and I'm I'm hearing some of the things you say I'm like this must this must be this brother's first first true love that like literally you're like I'll turn the world upside down for this person um so that that speak that speaks a lot of volumes uh, my second question was um about the film side what do you want the viewers to take from the actual films that you put out there that it expresses and exposes so much about your love uh, of this individual. And then obviously talks a little bit about, you know, your upbringing and, and kind of those things as well. I want the viewer to, mainly I want the viewer, what I want the viewer to understand is more than anything, that whatever you're going through, find an outlet to release. Mm. That's what yeah. this was. It was just an outlet to release. If you want to take the love side of it, cool. You know what I mean? If you want to take the, we need to be more cautious of what we show our children. Because if you watch the Untitled Project, you see me as a little boy. Yeah. Um, and he's watching his mother be physically and mentally abused. He's hearing this, he's seeing these things. His mother didn't give him the love, that was me. And if you want to take that, we need to, you know what I mean? We need to protect our children. We need to protect our women. You get what I'm saying? If you want to take that side of it, you know what I mean? If you want to take the understanding that black men hurt too, or men hurt too, you get what I'm saying? Like, we're, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, we're not Superman, you know what I mean? Like, we're not made out of steel. If you want to take that side of it, you, you can take that side of it. Um, if you want to take, if you want, if men want to, if men want to take, damn, I need to start being more, pay more attention to my woman. You can take that side of it. You get what I'm saying? But what I want the viewer to really take is no matter what you're going through, find an outlet to release it. You get what I'm saying? You're talking a lot of that stuff I did, especially early on, dude, I was, I was fucked up. Like fucked up in so many ways that you can only imagine that only the closest people to me really knows where I was at and where I was going while this thing was being created. But I had to continue to do it because I needed I need, I needed a I needed a a release. Mm, you know, yeah. if I can inspire you to just find an outlet and just you know what I mean and just try to keep going. I love that man. That's a beautiful message, you know. And a lot of people need need to hear that because sometimes you know people choose the wrong outlets that are negative for you and leads down a dark oh. path. So I'm glad you chose a positive Thanks. one. Let me ask you this, man. You got any, uh, I know you're always working. I think you even started at the beginning of this podcast saying that you got some other stuff that you're cooking on. So anything that you were able to share, any teasers, anything that you like uh, got coming down the road or is it, or is it, or is it just TBD? We got, we got, we got to wait for it. No, nothing, nothing, no, nothing's TBD. Everything's my own personal project. So nothing, only one project is out and that's the first initial seed. Everything yeah. else is, you know what I mean? Um, I haven't, so I only dropped one. I got three of them. No, four. Four is already shot. So Broken Pieces is shot. Traumatized is shot. Let me go in order. So it's going to be Sid, Traumatized, 
the Untitled Project, Broken Pieces. Then I'm working on two more right now. So, mm, nice. Yeah, so every, and I did all this in a matter of seven months. That's, yeah, that's uh, impressive. Man. That's impressive. Everything is, yeah, everything is a matter of seven months. Like I said, I wanted to really live in the moment. I really wanted, and everybody will tell you, oh, you have time, you have time. I'm like, I ain't got time, bro. <laughs> yeah, I got to do this now. <laughs> yeah, right. I was in my Tupac all eyes on me mode. Like, we got to get this done. I don't got time to be sitting here. Like, this has to get done. And um, everything will be dropping. Really, I'm, I'm really hoping the first of the year, either the first or the second of the year, I want to I wanna go ahead and just start just unloading all, all this stuff and, man, and just seeing what it does. You know I mean? I don't care if it gets two views, a thousand views. I, I don't even check the views, to be honest with you. I just, you know what I mean? Just put it out there and just see what it does. That's, yeah, that's the best way to do it, man. That. And let the people know, where can they find this, this beautiful uh, uh, piece of work? I've seen it. Bolo has seen it, man. Behind the scenes, it's dope. So I can't wait till the rest of the world can see it. Where can the Porch family find this when it when it finally does drop? So everything is going to be under Tommy Boy Freezem um, on YouTube. If you want to stay updated on everything, it's my Instagram, Tommy Boy Freezem. Um, so just those two outlets, social media. You don't have to pay for nothing. Everything's free. So free game, uh, y'all. Come on, Porch family. Game, man. You take heard advantage. what he said. Free don't take nothing to support. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, everything on these projects, if if they're not a lesson, hopefully they're just a reminder. Mm. You know what I'm saying if it's not a lesson, it's just a reminder to you know I'm mean, to get back to maybe I didn't think about that. Let me let me let me think about that or I ne- or I never did think about that or, or oh shit I forgot about that. You get what I'm right. saying? If it's not a lesson, maybe it could be a reminder to you or maybe it could just be inspiration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Three things. That's it. Either way, that, man, man. you're going to leave us up, man. And I know we left here with something. So we appreciate you, gems. bro, for dropping so many gems, being so vulnerable. Uh, definitely, you know, it's going to be supporting you and everything you got going Thanks. on moving forward. You know, man, you know, stay prayed up, stay, you know what I mean? Just with good people in your circle so you can, you know, continue to grow and get through the, the, this depression. I think conversations, conversations like this is a step in the, in the right direction, honestly, and getting through that, just opening up and being real and, and talking on the platform, and uh, like I said, I can't thank you enough for for, for doing this. And uh, man, Bolo, another impactful another episode. Another good one, man. Another one. Yes, another man. one. Another good Appreciate one. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Make sure, Porch Family, you guys can follow us on uh, all platforms. Obviously, YouTube, Caffeine TV, Instagram at the Porch Podcast underscore TikTok as well, man, and, and anywhere where you listen to audio, man, Apple, Spotify, Google, it's gonna be everywhere. Man. Make sure you hit that subscribe button download like and um time boy did you did you have you had you had one last final word but before we go oh man i just tell i'll tell everybody out there man just find you an outlet to mm. we're all going through some it's a tough time you know for everybody right now everybody got something going on just find that outlet to release and if you can create create whatever you just create something you know what i mean yeah, create something to the world give something to the world yes, love that love that, that. Porch family, we did it again. Most importantly, find that outlet. Also, make sure you love on the people that love you. And every day you wake up, just ensure that the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech. I am no pastor, but actually preach. And look up these letters and actually read. That was where I began. Had to put in work. Every day we got it in. Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.